Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast you are listening to To Be Candid with your host me Amber. I hope you're all doing well, it's been a while, we've got some catching up to do. I'm actually not going to do that big of a deep dive into like life updates and what's been going on recently because there's been a lot going on to be honest and I kind of want to keep that as its own separate like life update chatty nitty gritty episode where I can deep dive into all of the super specific details especially once they're mm, what's the word like a bit more solidified like completely confirmed written in stone I have photographic evidence and it is laminated then I will feel a bit more comfortable sharing everything with you but there's been a lot going on over on my end I guess is there like a mini update I could give you it's been glorious weather I'm English I live in London gonna have to talk about the weather at some point so let's get it over with it's been lovely weather it's been 29 degrees today I unfortunately didn't get any of it because I just thought it would eventually end up in my garden and back in like June it would get to about like mm, I want to say like one two o'clock and the sun would be in my garden absolutely great so I thought come what are we now September madness come September I'll have like sunshine in my garden 24-7 because you know sun moves and what have you no 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 the opposite has happened my geography or maths or physics something went wrong somewhere and I got the tilt of the axis wrong apparently because there's now no sun in my garden I get like a little little glimmer of hope about um five o'clock which is an ideal so I actually didn't go out in the sun I definitely could have if I wanted to it was just me being lazy and holding a grudge that there was no sunshine in my garden so that's been going on the other update is that me and christian have started playing tennis which i'm not going to go to like elaborate on too far but we've just done it i think we've done it two times now and i've borrowed my tennis rackets off of my stepdad which thank god because tennis rackets are so expensive I had no idea and I was like oh yeah I'll just get some it'll be good fun like a little activity for me and Christian to do get us out of the house get some exercise in there it was just like a win-win-win-win-win situation um until I saw the price and I was like okay maybe I'm gonna have to reevaluate my life choices right now but it was absolutely fine we had some in the shed in the garden so they're not being missed but I do know I have to take care of them and we'll probably have to give them back at some point I was also convinced I was going to be the next Andy Murray Andrea Murray Amber Murray who knows I was just going to be the next tennis all-star and that also didn't happen I had tennis lessons when I was maybe seven or eight like I was quite young because I, I still had the best friend that I went with at the time was the very be- first best friend I ever had so I know I was like quite little but I remember really enjoying it and like really loving it and it got to the point where my tennis coach was like okay cool we're gonna start putting you in competitions and I was like no 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 I don't want to do competitions and that happened to me every time I started a childhood activity that's probably a talk for another day (laughs) but anytime I like I used to do street dancing I tried tap I tried ballet I did tennis and as soon as anyone mentioned like we're gonna enter a tournament we're gonna do a competition we're gonna battle against another school I was like tapping out get me out of there there was an amber shaped hole in the doorway because there's just something about that does that does not appeal to me i was just doing it for fun just wanted to do it after school as a little activity um but anyway i just thought i'd rock up at the age of 23 
and be this tennis all-star on the courts like watch out Clapham here I come but apparently not Christian is far better than me I think I have a very weak wrist because I'm unfit and my arm was hurting quite a bit and I also can't aim for shit so there's lots of improvement to be done which is exciting but like I said it's just a little hobby something to do on the side after work which hopefully will I will progress in and hopefully at least once I'll beat Christian because that would be really lovely but we're still at the point where I'm not letting us keep score because I know it's just going to damage my ego too much and I may never want to pick up another tennis racket so that's where we're currently at so I feel comfortable now I feel like we've we've got chatty you know we've got to know each other a little bit co-op how's your week been good to know um so to get into this week's episode I'm going to be talking about things I no longer do in 2021 I I love these subjects so much just like changing your mindset picking up some healthy habits and just I don't know I think it really is like a shift in perception which you'll see throughout like the list I have notes written down um just the perception the the shift of perception like the shift in your mindset just so that I don't know you treat yourself a bit better you kind of know your worth a little bit more and I think obviously that does come with age I'm only 23 but I think from very early on my mum kind of instilled this kind of like you know you're you're a woman like you're you're going into like a man's world but you have power and like all of these really great things she kind of taught me and also like obviously we can't seem to go a single episode without talking about my relationship with money um if you haven't been around here for very long and you haven't listened to any of those episodes I would urge you to go back and like maybe listen to some of those just so you get a bit more of the context of where I'm coming from but my kind of love-hate relationship with money has been a big one for me which I feel like I'm evolving out of now which is nice so yeah these are in no ways things that I'm like suggesting you do or pushing you to do just little things that I think could be taken a second look at maybe things to reconsider or things for like you know now that everyone's talking about autumn already bloody hell it's 29 degrees we're in September everyone's talking about autumn or fall if you're from across the pond but eventually one day soon it's going to be new year's so if you need a new resolution not that you necessarily have to wait for a new year for a resolution you could start one on a monday tomorrow if you really fancy it if you're really that motivated would not be able to relate to me but if you're that motivated why not do it you know so just some things to consider but some things that I think are quite comical looking back on like with in hindsight are quite funny so I hope you enjoy them um we're gonna start off with a real banger my number one I no longer wear uncomfortable pants now we're getting real deep and personal right now um this may seem like kind of a strange one but for the longest time obviously when you're a kid you don't really think about your underwear and then as soon as you get to for me I think it was like 14 15 I was kind of like oh hang on I can buy pretty underwear I can buy briefs I can buy thongs I can buy g-strings I can buy bikini cut and all of these kind of things like this whole new world was opened up to me all these pretty colors lace satins neoprene like who knows what they made that of honestly but for the longest time I was just buying my underwear from like Primark and stuff because they're cute had cute patterns you could get a set very affordable which we all know Amber as a young student going on to university student to be honest I don't think I bought any new underwear during university because I was not spending an extra penny if I didn't have to but I just bought cheap underwear and I just never really thought 
much of it I was just like oh okay cool like that's done like for me it was more about it being practical like sure they looked cute but they weren't necessarily the most comfy things which now saying it makes me feel funny honestly because I would say like my whole style is comfort if you're listening to this podcast over on your youtube you'll see me wearing a little white baby tee and some very stretchy comfortable colored trousers from zara and this is what i'm all about like give me comfort so the fact that that didn't carry through into my underwear bewilders me but i'm very happy to say it now does so it doesn't necessarily mean like spending loads of extra money on underwear i'm a sucker for a sale so i'll just keep an eye out on like Urban Outfitters I bought a few sets from, um, Victoria's Secret I bought some very cheap underwear actually in their sale but it's honestly some of my favourite underwear because it's just, it just makes such a difference, like it's so comfortable, it looks great, it feels nice, like it feels expensive which I like, not necessarily spending that much but to get that feel from it feels really good. Saying that now, I am actually wearing a Primark underwear set, but it was one of the like slightly more expensive underwear sets, and it's one that's like made of a really comfy material. It's not like a little lace g-string thing that's gonna cut me in all the wrong ways. It's like a little soft cotton bralette and like big pant kind of set, which I love because I feel so much more confident in it, more comfortable, and I think that kind of riggedy it's out and I'm not spending the whole day like trying to sit funny or like pull something out of where it shouldn't be and it's just something that I think I will carry with me and just refuse to do I'm not buying any cheap underwear for anyone I'm sorry I'm living a life of luxury and like I said it does carry through to bras as well not that I wear bras very often anymore but I will usually opt for like a little comfy unwired bralette if I can Okay, switching up, I should probably say as well, this list is like not categorised, so we're going all over the board here, which I hope you don't mind because we all know this podcast can be a little chaotic. She says that she's trying to swat away a bug in her bedroom. Go away. Okay, the next one, I no longer have all of my notifications on and I don't know why it took me so long to do this. Probably, I think I got my new phone, I have an iPhone X or like the iPhone 10 or whatever and I got it very recently, like maybe back in May. I had an iPhone 6 for five years before that. So we've come a long way. You may have a a newer phone than I do, but this to me is a upgrade, let me tell you. But for whatever reason, all my phones I ever had before, all my like appliances, whatever, had all of the notifications on for every app, everything, like all of the push notifications, all of the reminders, all of the hey, so-and-so's posted something for the first time in a while, like all of them, I had all of them on. And I do think, honestly, my phone time has gone up since turning my notifications off, which I just think is a probably a correlation between Instagram Reels and TikTok becoming a thing, so I'm now on my phone more. But it's so nice to be sat at dinner and not having my phone go off every 10 seconds with pointless notifications. Like, it wasn't like... I had so many people messaging me because I'm so popular so all my text messages were buzzing. It was like my calendar reminding me of a prompt coming up in two weeks or my phone telling me that it had low storage or something. It was just like pointless notifications which I really didn't need to know then and there and I think as I'm getting older 
I'm not seeing notifications as like this fun thing that I get to check out. I'm seeing it as like a bit of a impeachment on my time. Like I didn't invite that notification into my day, into that moment. And it's just sprung up on me and like it's unwelcome. Like I don't want it there. So I've turned them off and I've actually turned off the majority of my notifications. I think I've kept all of my messages on, like Instagram DMs are on. Facebook messengers on, text messages are on, but in terms of like Instagram likes, turn them off. Instagram comments, turn them off. Just because it's not worth it. It's just there all the time otherwise. Just from like random spam accounts, it's nothing necessarily meaningful. And I will go back and like purposely, intentionally, when I have set aside the time, go through and check those comments or those DMs or what have you. And I think it just works out a lot better and I'm getting distracted a lot less in terms of like work and things like that. Um, So yeah, I would really urge you actually to consider what notifications you need on or want on and which ones you don't and whether the ones you don't are actually ending up taking up a lot of your mental space, physical space, whatever it may be, because I've really enjoyed that. Similarly, I have also undownloaded Facebook, Twitter and snapchat from my phone i'm sure there are other apps i had once upon a time which i no longer have but again i think it's the kind of thing of just like the constant checking and not really feeling much value from the app like on snapchat not really many of my friends had it anymore and i preferred whatsapping or instagram dms or whatever to communicate so i just didn't really find the need for snapchat got rid of that one i got facebook rid of facebook a long time ago Um, I still check it actually on my PC but it's usually I'm checking it to see if my dad has posted anything or I'm checking Facebook groups of certain things. Um, It's not really something like I don't go to it and like scroll through if I'm waiting in line for a bus or anything. Um, And I'm not sure if I ever downloaded the Twitter Twitter app. I must have once upon a time. I very rarely use Twitter. Again I usually just go on it on my desktop computer if I have some downtime at work and I wanted to hear like the latest goss on Love Island or something, that's when I'll check Twitter. But otherwise I don't really use it. I find it a bit spammy with at least my Twitter. I just don't think because it's so old and I barely use it. It's probably not very well edited or like the people I follow have not been adjusted or what have you. I haven't followed anyone for like years or so. It's always a bit, it feels a bit of like, um, a time trap I guess going in there because I'm like oh this was my life five years ago um so yeah I don't have any of those downloaded so maybe you could also consider what apps you do and don't need I'm sure there's ones that I have on my phone actually which I probably don't need but just some like a few less things to worry about oh I feel like this next one I've done for a while and this is more of a, like a shift in mindset I guess than the others um so things I no longer do in 2021 I no longer dwell on should have So when something happens and I get it wrong and it's my fault or someone, I don't know, took advantage of a situation, whatever like the scenario might be, I'm never like, oh my God, I should have done, like I should have, like it's for me, I don't don't want to offend anyone here because I feel quite passionately about this. So I feel like I'm going to speak quite harshly and like directly on the matter, which I know can sometimes come across as a bit harsh and direct but I'm really not trying to be but um yeah instead of like oh god I should have done this I've reversed it I've kind of flipped it on its head and now I just say well I'll know for next time 
and I think some people find this quite annoying and by some people I'm mainly talking about Christian because sometimes he likes to like feel his emotions which is fine you know you like sit on them for a while but I just don't I can't do that anymore it frustrates me that kind of feeling of like feeling crap so whenever like I don't know I parked in the wrong place and I got a parking ticket instead of being like oh my god I should have parked here or I should have paid for parking I should have got the bus I just be like oh gosh well I'll know for next time and for me I don't know what it is but I just find that to be such a more peaceful resolution from that scenario because I've acknowledged it and I've learned from it and I've like stored it in my brain bank for later I'm like okay this is what happened this is what went wrong this is why it went wrong and I'll know that for next time so yeah it's something I've really enjoyed it gives me a lot of peace it takes away a lot of stress um I guess it can I guess if you looked at it in in the wrong way maybe seem quite abrasive or like impulsive or maybe reckless but if you know me you know that I don't really do much out of the ordinary so I'm really not doing anything too reckless or like endangering anyone with this ethos or anything it's just a way for me to be a bit gentler on myself and not beat myself up for things that are maybe out of my control or things that have already happened um so yeah that's my little two cents on that one another one which I guess could have a similar effect I no longer worry what strangers think and I think I did this a bit in like 2020, early 2020, maybe late 2019, just because I was like, I was still a student. So I think I did still worried what other people thought of me a bit. Because I feel like when you're in education or around that kind of like study setting and you have classmates and stuff, you want to be part of the pack, you know, so you are kind of worried what others think of you. I think as soon as I graduated and especially when lockdown hit, I was just like, fuck it. Like life is unexpected life cannot be planned which honestly screwed me up because I am a planner through and through my job I'm like an event manager event manager event planner as a job is literally my career I like to plan things um but you can't plan life and I had that harsh reality and so then it was kind of like okay well if I can't plan life if I can't monitor it every second of every day I'm at least going to enjoy it so that meant like singing in my kitchen and sunbathing topless and all of these kind of things and like wearing what I wanted, all of these kind of things, just because I no longer cared if my next door neighbour heard me or Jerry down the street didn't like my outfit or some girl took a photo of what I was wearing because she thought and sent it to her friend because she thought it was hilarious. Because I think I've just realised that the world is a huge place there are so many people and it's very unlikely that I'm gonna have that much of an impact on every person I come across or every person who may just briefly glance in my direction and the truth of the matter is I think obviously being in London I have the privilege of I'm gonna try and say a word that I can never say an anonymity 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 being anonymous is what I'm trying to say um because there are so many people here and it's very rare that you bump into the same people multiple times and if you do bump into the same people multiple times it's very rare that you've spoken to them or you know your their name or they're gonna you know become a part of your life it just doesn't happen very often here in London and I have fully embraced that and I think as long as I'm doing what I think 
is authentic to me i'm not hurting anyone i'm not disrupting anyone else too much um i'm not offending anyone as long as i'm being kind and doing things that i think are fun the people that i want in my life and i want to like me are gonna like me and the people that maybe i wouldn't get on with or who disagree with what i'm doing or may have opinions that wouldn't get on with my opinions aren't gonna like what i'm doing and that's fine because maybe they never would have liked what i was doing and it's not gonna impact me not knowing them or like putting the pressure on me on me myself to be liked by everyone is to me very unrealistic so by being okay and not worrying about what other people think or strangers think i think specifically strangers because then i feel like it matters even less um it's just opened up like this whole new freedom and like carefreeness carefree mindset of okay do you know what i'm gonna do it because i want to or i think it's gonna be fun and it just takes a lot of the pressure away like i said from other people's opinions and maybe doubting myself or second guessing myself or trying to visualize myself through other people's eyes because i think you can get really bogged down by that quite easily and it can get quite overwhelming so yeah i'm just really enjoying kind of having a bit more freedom with that oh gosh i'm gonna have to cross this next one off i put on my list um that i no longer eat baked beans for dinner i still eat them for lunch though i think that's fine i feel like baked beans are a lunch thing but basically what i meant this is going to sound like a really random statement basically what i meant was back in university again you'll know this if you've hung around for a while i would always eat baked beans at least once a day for like a lunch or a dinner and i would put them in this plastic container heat them up in the microwave and just eat them like with a spoon out of this plastic container or if i couldn't be bothered to heat them up i'd eat them cold out the tin now before last week i hadn't done this for a really long time and it was great because i was kind of you know prioritizing my health a bit more buying better food because just to put it in like um numbers for you to get some statistics so you can really see the difference back at university my weekly shop would be 11 pounds like on the dot i would spend 11 pounds a week on food um currently i know this because i just did a grocery haul over on my youtube channel i spend 45 pounds a week on my food so it's what quadrupled it's more than quadrupled in the course of four years which works out very nicely but yeah i would literally just eat baked beans for dinner and i'd been doing really well like having proper meals really enjoying it and then i can't remember why it happened i think we had a couple of days of not having much food in the cupboard and we were about to go somewhere so there wasn't much point of us doing a full shop so i said to christian i'll just get me a packet of beans from the the corner shop or whatever he got me like a full pack of baked beans and when it's been a hot weather and i've been kind of lazy and i've been doing trying to make my diet a bit more gluten-free because my eczema's been flaring up i have been eating baked beans out of the tin again but i kind of like it it's kind of become a bit nostalgic for me and i don't i guess it is different because it's not out of a weird money saving pressure that i'm putting on myself it's just out of a desire to eat baked beans out of the tin um but yeah basically what i'm trying to say in that statement i guess is i'm prioritizing the food that i'm putting into my body and i'm uh, 
not putting this immense I'm I guess I'm no longer mm, making a relationship between my money and my nutrition that's probably a great way to put it I'm putting more of an investment into the food I buy and the ingredients I'm putting into my meals and stuff and I think obviously it goes without saying that it's made a huge difference in terms of my energy levels my skin obviously my eczema's like cleared up so much um all of those kind of things which I just think are really important and is something that I would never have considered doing like three or four years ago it's definitely been a new shift and I think it will continue to grow as I develop into a more of an adult learn how to cook more meals and like experiment with different ingredients and stuff I'm sure that number will continue to grow up but I don't feel did I say the number will continue to grow up to go up um but I don't feel guilty about it which is really nice so that one's probably definitely more of a personal um thing I no longer do in 2021 you may not be able to relate to that but that's absolutely fine the next one I have also done recently am I a fake um but I think this one is true as well I no longer take midday naps as a student we keep going back to it but I was only a student last year so it wasn't that long ago I used to nap all the bloody time and I don't know if it was because like university was physically exhausting or emotionally exhausting I did not have the best like university experience in my first couple of years um I only had eight hours uh, eight hours of lecture a week so obviously usually you worked what like a 40 hour work week traditionally I only had eight hours so I had a lot of downtime and I spent a lot of it watching Grey's Anatomy and having a nap and I think what I liked in first year about napping during the day was that it took up a chunk of my day and meant that I wasn't lonely because I was asleep and unconscious which obviously isn't the healthiest mindset to have and obviously looking back I am well aware of that and then I think during lockdown I think it was just a comfort thing of not having much to do, watching TV in bed, I would fall asleep. And I think I was quite tired in like the last place we live. I feel like I spent a lot of time talking about how tired I was. And actually after our move, I, I seeked out like professional and a professional opinion. I went to the GP because I was so tired and I thought I could be anemic because my mum was anemic. We, and I wasn't which was like good to know um but yeah there was never any kind of reason or like they didn't diagnose me with anything or give me any reason as to why I might be feeling that I had recently obviously moved house and started a new job so I think it might have just been like a stress relief or the stress was just making me very tired um and now I feel like I'm in a much better place where I get tired a lot less I think I sleep a lot less as well like during the night like I don't have as long as sleep since I once did like I would happily sleep for like 12 13 hours um I think I've got it down to like nine hours now <laughs> which is a bit better um so yeah I'm no longer taking midday naps and I actually had a nap last week oh it might have been was it yesterday no I think it was last Friday um I was watching I should have I was working but my work has been very slow paced so I was actually watching Netflix whilst working in quotation marks Anna fell asleep on the sofa but it wasn't an intentional like I'm gonna go upstairs and get into bed and under the duvet to have a nap it was just like a oops I guess I've fallen asleep um so yeah I no longer have midday naps 
Um, the next one is completely false. I wrote these <laughs> these um, statements like um, a month ago, I want to say, when I was like, I was on a deep planning mode. I was like planning everything out. Um, I put, I no longer spend hours scrolling, but since then I've downloaded TikTok, so I definitely do. Sorry. Um, good one. The next one. I no longer, and this is very new, I want to say within the last like three, four months, I no longer feel tied to family obligations. I think it's come with getting older, having our own house that we rent, being comfortable and confident in mine and Christian's relationship and kind of starting our life here in London, that we have our own things going on and I don't necessarily feel the same pressures I once did to attend every family get-together, be there for every family occasion, um, go on holidays with my family, what, like whatever it is. As nice as they are, and I'm very lucky that I have the opportunity to do that and hang out with my family, I don't feel guilty for not doing it, which has been quite nice. I think I've, I guess in that sense, been prioritising myself a little bit more and listening to what brings me joy and what maybe doesn't because I think a lot of times we go to family occasions and stuff out of obligation and out of guilt and out of well I should do it so I will but I think I'm maybe being a bit selfish but if there's a certain situation that I'm like you know what it's actually going to be a lot of money for me to come down it's one meal or like one dinner um it's not that important that I be there there are going to be other people there like blah blah I don't necessarily feel the same sense of guilt like I have stuff going on I have my own life and if I have to kind of prioritize that as well because I have a lot going on up here and I think it's hard sometimes for your family to realize that especially if you're like freshly graduated or you just moved out or whatever I think I've been moved out for a while so it's probably been a transition that that's been happening for a long time not just a couple of months um but it's hard for I think parents to understand that like what your life is like outside of their house or your local area or what have you because they only really see you in that area so they kind can like quite easily forget that you have your own set of responsibilities and friends and jobs and clients and stuff up where you now live so I'm happy that I feel like a slight, like a little bit more of a detachment from that. I'm saying this like kind of hesitantly because I know I will still definitely be travelling down to see my family and hang out and go to family functions. So I don't want to seem hypocritical. But I know, for example, my dad's side of the family recently had like a barbecue get together um, just like because it was sunny and I didn't feel the need to travel down because I had recently seen my dad, I'd recently come down to Bournemouth and it didn't align with like how we'd planned out our weekends and for the next coming months so I didn't make the trip and I expressed that and I felt fine about it because it was my decision and I didn't feel that I should feel guilty for it because I'm my reasons were completely valid and I have a right to choose how I spend my time, who with, and how I go about that with my family, which is completely fine. So it's definitely been a transition, like probably since I first started moving, like first started moving out and like moved to London to go to university. I'm sure there obviously were some like birthdays and things I've missed, but I think my, maybe it's because my family are getting better at it as well. I just feel 
like it's not as important like for example another example is my mum's birthday in nine days so happy birthday mum um when <laughs> you were listening to this but I'm not going down for her birthday because I have other stuff that I need to be doing and she was completely fine about it which obviously makes it easier on me because I'm sure if she felt really upset then I would feel guilty and probably go down but it's just one of those things that I think as you become an old an adult and get your own family and have more and more things that I think as you get older your responsibilities only grow um that transition will have to happen at some point so it's nice to kind of start to get into that mindset and the swing of things now oh this next one is a good one I no longer hang out with people who make me feel bad and this isn't necessarily to say that before I was hanging out with really nasty people but sometimes I think it was probably just me getting more in tune with my feelings and how I left certain situations feeling um but there would be certain scenarios where I hung out with someone and then afterwards I felt a bit crap or like um I'd given a lot of energy and not gotten much back or I don't know that they judged me on something that didn't really sit very well with me or the topics we talked about weren't feeding me or like um were kind of dragging me back to a place that I didn't want to talk about or I don't know were just topics that I wasn't really interested in anymore whatever it might be um I no longer really hang out with those people and I'm not saying like I have cut them out my life or it's just like this cut and dry situation I'm not being super cutthroat or anything um but it's just like if I have some spare time or a weekend and I'm like hey I could hang out with someone this weekend I'll usually opt to hang out with someone that makes me feel good about myself and I get energy from and I feel really great after we've hung out and we bring each other up rather than down like I'd much rather hang out with that kind of person um and it's still a situation in terms of like finding those people and building new relationships and seeing how they play out and making new connections with people or having friends of friends that may or may not be those people um so I think it's always going to be an evolving thing but just something to be mindful of as I'm making those new connections I guess um and yeah like I said perhaps if someone got in touch and was like oh do you want to like grab a drink or go for a coffee or whatever I may may do but if I have that feeling of like actually I think this is only going to take away from me I don't think I'm going to get anything out of this situation I think in my current mindset it would be unlikely that I would like accommodate that or entertain that idea just because I kind of know now that like what I'm looking for out of um, my personal connections and my friendships and just prioritizing myself a little bit more I think it's very easy especially when you're young as like a teenager and stuff to have relationships which aren't two-way like where you're not being used but maybe like taking advantage of a little bit for the things you do and all the things you give and your kindness and your generosity and all of those kind of things um and I think as you get older you kind of realize the dynamics of different relationships I guess would be a good way to put it um and especially how those affect you and I think that can be super super important I actually did like a whole episode on toxic friendships just because I think it is something that's very 
prevalent in your early 20s or like throughout university or as you're leaving university becoming a a fresh graduate I think it's super important to think about so that is something I'm no longer doing in 2021 we had to I could not do this episode without saying that I no longer buy new clothes um I've probably said it quite a lot like across my Instagram and my YouTube and stuff but in 2020 me and my boyfriend made a resolution or like a pact not to buy any new clothes we put money on it like we are not buying new clothes in 2020 and I was um pleasant I was gonna say happily I was pleasantly surprised to find out that it was really fun and a lot easier than I thought it was gonna be and I actually take quite a lot of pride now in the fact that a lot of my wardrobe the majority of my wardrobe is thrifted and I think it makes the pieces so much more special um I was going to talk you through my outfit but my outfit right now is all thrifted but all the pieces I got were online um through vintage second hand but I much prefer this is the thing I really enjoy thrifting in person and I think charity shopping and stuff is when you find true gems and really exciting pieces that you never would have found otherwise and they can have a real good story to them but it's very time consuming and sometimes you can come away with not a lot because your charity shopping is not always going to be successful whereas charity shopping online or thrifting online is always going to be successful because you can always filter it and put in your size and exactly what you want like these trousers I'm wearing I wore a pair identical to this from Zara exactly same cut and shape and colors back in 2018 me and my girlfriends went to Ibiza my friend Jada had these trousers I wore them out absolutely love them and here I am what three years later and I searched them on Vinted and they bloody came up in my size and I added them to my basket and I haven't taken them off since and that's great and like that never would have happened at a charity shop but I do love charity shopping I really want to go like kind of soon I've been buying some more transitional pieces um for moving into autumn off of vintage and i've recently hosted some shows over on galaxy where i like sell all my clothes um usually my thrifted clothes because i don't have much new anymore and i've just really been enjoying it we started doing it most mostly for the environmental factor and i honestly do believe like every style already exists out there and there are more than enough clothes in the world that exist right now to clothe the entire nation the entire world shall we say so I don't think it's necessarily needed for me to go out and buy things from like Pretty Little Thing and Nasty Gal and all of those things um because I can find them online for probably cheaper which is also nice because I get to save some money but every now and then I will buy something new like I know for my birthday in October my mum has got me a pair of jeans from Abercrombie which I'm very excited about because I haven't had a new pair of jeans in probably like four years time because all my jeans I buy secondhand as well so it's just gonna be really nice to have a really special nice pair of jeans which I can properly like wear in from new but that's something that I've you know made that kind of purchase or that request I guess with an intention behind it so I'm very at peace with that decision like that's absolutely fine but for for whatever I can for the most part I do thrift my wardrobe and I really enjoy it just as like a little bit of a hobby more than anything so that's something that I still haven't done in 2021. Oh new thing that I no longer do I no longer drink cow's milk and I don't know why it took me so long to jump on the kind of like 
oat milk, almond milk, soy milk bandwagon. But I, I think it was just out of laziness, honestly. Like, I have always drunk cow's milk from, like, a very young child all throughout my teen years. It was just always what was in my house. And so it was just what I bought. Like, I think that happened with a lot of things. Like, the things you eat in your childhood home, you end up eating, like, as a student and as an adult and everything like that. And I didn't really think twice about it. I'm not sure why. It just It just wasn't on my radar. And then I was actually watching a YouTube video. It was a vlog by Flossie. And she was saying, if you're... She was making coffee and she put um, almond milk in it. She was like, if you're still drinking cow's milk, you need to reevaluate your life choices or something. You, she, it was just like really blunt throwaway statement that she made like she was just like what are you doing if you're still drinking cow's milk and then I just kind of sat with it for a second I was like hang on what am I doing and I think in my head almond milk and oat milk was really hard to get and really expensive which is so not the case like you can get it in the same aisle it's like 10p more expensive um if you get like brand ones I'm sure the store own ones are probably the same very similar price and it's funny because now in my childhood home they now have oat milk and almond milk and all of that so I was late to the party like my family had adjusted before I did I just think again it's one of those kind of like environmental things oh again for my body as well like I shouldn't be drinking or eating as much dairy as I do I still haven't given up cheese I can't I haven't gotten to that point but I can happily take a step back from cow's milk so that's been an interesting one and just one that I was surprised took me as far as 2021 20, to realise. Oh, this next one is a good one as well. Um, back a couple of years ago, I loved scatter cushions. I had as many cushions as I could. Now, I have three cushions. And I just don't see the need for them anymore. I think my style type or choice has really changed. I think it goes with the same for like my fashion style in the sense of just like comfort two pieces easy to throw on like practical I think that's now following through with my house design and house style I think before I was I think because I was thrifting as well I would really enjoy like being super eclectic and just having a lot of things and a lot of stacked bookshelves and maybe it's since moving to this house and having a lot less space because our house is quite small that I've had to kind of downsize on some of my eclectic collections that I've been building. Um, and I don't really see the need to have like 50 scatter cushions on my bed to take them off to get into bed and then to put them back on in the morning. Like it's so much easier just to waft the duvet, lie out nice and straight, have a very cute duvet cover. I think that's replaced my cushion obsession. I'm now a sucker for a good duvet set. But I no longer need all of these additional things. I'm quite happy with, I guess, not the bare minimum. Because I still have, like, candles and some cute coasters and things. But I don't need to be popping by the charity shop every week and buying everything that everyone else is throwing out. It's a bit unnecessary. Oh, this is a good one. I have two more. Um, So, the next one. I no longer feel the need to reply right away. I used to be a sucker for this. I think I almost made it like part of my personality, like a personality trait. I was always like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm really quick at replying. I'm really good at replying. Um, and I think that's just because I always have my phone on me and I don't know, when the message popped up, I would just 
um, like reactively respond. And I think that's the key word. I was doing it as a reaction. Like I was reactively living my day, replying to those messages. And I think the same thing happened with the notifications. Like I would get the notification and then I would react to it and I would go on my phone and I would respond or whatever. So kind of in the same sense, I no longer do that because if someone messages me, absolutely fine, but I'm going to reply when I have the time to do it and when I have set aside that time in my day or I have intentionally made that time to reply to that person. I Because the thing with messaging, which I always find weird, like when someone calls you, you choose to answer it. Or I guess even further than that, like when you go to meet up with someone, you arrange a time and you schedule that time in. When someone calls you, when someone messages you, they're messaging you on their time. They're not messaging you on your time, which is something I actually learned from, I think it was a Skinny Confidential podcast episode. Michael had this kind of ethos where he doesn't like emails because people email you on their time and then they say, I need this by the end of the day. And he kind of goes, or like, I need this in the next half an hour. And he goes, no, you don't. Like, is anyone going to die if I don't give this to you in the next half an hour? No. So I'll give it to you when I'm ready. Like, I'll give it to you when I've got it, when I've set aside the time to do it well and I can give it to you then, I will. And I think that's so much better because, I don't know, it just feels a bit more meaningful, a bit more mindful. um, And it doesn't feel like people are taking away parts of my day or that I'm being pulled in all these different directions because I'm taking control of my time throughout the day and how I'm spending it which I think just gives me a little bit more I was going to say a word and the word has just completely escaped me like a little bit more authority I guess on how I spend my day um which I've really been enjoying and I think again it's just taking back some of that control which is really nice so the last thing oh my gosh I've spoken for so bloody long um this last thing is kind of fun and I think I could honestly do a whole episode on this so I'll I'll talk briefly on it um I no longer scrimp on things that I use every day so what I mean by this is like I no longer buy budget items that I know I'm gonna have in my life for a long time or that I'm gonna use multiple times a day multiple times a week um and I think this kind of ties in with the episode I did on romanticizing your life which was a very popular episode you guys like really liked that one but for example like the journal I have next to my bed I bought a really nice journal from Etsy to be fair it was only four pounds but I could have quite easily gone to Sainsbury's or just like use some paper from my printer to scribble down notes on but because I know I'm going to use it multiple times a week if not daily um, it's going to be the last thing I see before I go to bed I want it to have nice paper I want it to feel nice I want it to look cute on my bedside table I was happy to spend a little bit more or spend some more time finding one that sparked a bit more joy in in my day Um, and I think as a student again being on a budget that is something that is quite a privilege I guess or something I just never considered before because I was I would probably just write on scrap paper if I'm honest I'd probably be writing on bloody toilet paper if I could if it was cheaper than paper I would be writing on toilet paper because I was doing whatever I could to save every single penny um whereas now that I have a bit more freedom with my money I have like a tiny bit of money like left over from my salary where I can spend that money how I like 
I'm now enjoying spending those things on things that bring me joy every single day. So, for example, my boyfriend bought us um, some really cool husky cups. We saw them at our local coffee shop and really liked them. And they're not the cheapest cup in the world, but like by any means. But I love it so much. I use it every day, multiple times a day. It's a really cute beige colour. It's the perfect size. Sometimes it matches my outfit, which I absolutely love. Like if I was drinking from it right now, it like matches one of the shades of my trousers. So that would be really fun. And it just makes the whole experience of drinking a coffee far more enjoyable which I think before like again I'm probably talking for way too long it's very easy to snooze on those moments like having a cup of coffee for some people is a necessity you know it's just part of your day part of your morning routine doesn't need to be thought of for more than a second but what if you did think about it for more than a second what if there was a way you could elevate that a tiny bit like me and my obsession with duvet sets I really enjoy coming upstairs to a clean room and having a pretty duvet cover on my bed. Again, I like it to be soft. I'm going to be lying in it for probably nine to ten hours. Um, I It's going to be the first thing I see in the morning, the last thing I see before I go to bed. And it would be fun if it was cute and it would make me feel good every time I saw it. So why wouldn't I spend a little bit more? Like I just bought a gingham duvet set from H&M, which was £35. And that is the most I have ever spent on a duvet set. I don't think it's anything mad, like there are definitely, some duvet sets are like hundreds of pounds, I had no idea. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's anything groundbreaking, but it's again something I never would have done before this year. And I think obviously part of that comes with my increase in salary, so I'm increasing my spending in other places. But also I think I'm prioritising bits of my house and parts of my day that I necessarily wouldn't have thought of before and I'm sure some of that comes from like working from home and being stuck inside all day with covid and everything where I'm kind of thinking about my space a bit more than I used to or how I spend my day more than I used to um, but it's been really fun to kind of take those things and reevaluate them and redesign them in a way that sparks a bit more joy and brings a bit more light and fun into my day and just makes me feel bloody good. So yeah, that's going to be it for this episode because I've spoken for far too long and it's half past 10 and I should probably get my PJs on and read a book before I go to bed. <laughs> um, but I hope you enjoyed it wherever you are, whatever time you're listening to this. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I knew it was going to be a good one because I had so many notes on it and some of the statements in my notes I was super passionate about and I feel like when that happens I end up speaking for a very long time very quickly and I get all hot and flustered which I currently am so it must have been a good one but if you have enjoyed this episode please 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 leave a review over on Apple Podcasts it just really helps other people find the podcast which I would really love um, and it's always fun to see what you guys think if you have any more like detailed things you want to say you want to ask me any questions you want to comment about anything i've said in today's episode go ahead over to our instagram page at to be candid podcast and you can dm me on there send me a uh what was i going to say send me a post um tag me in your posts if you're listening if you're sharing anything would love to see it i've really tried to make the instagram page like a really fun mood board of like pinks and all things like lovely and fun again just to be that little pocket of the internet that can bring a little bit more light into your day um so i hope that's how you see it and i hope you enjoy it and i will be back very soon with another episode so i hope to speak to you then
Bye.